You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramapi Shemesh Israel 5782, 2022. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Truma, and our Parsha begins, V'yikhuli Truma, you shall bring for me a Truma. Truma that we speak about is the donations that the Jewish people would bring to the Mishkan, to the Tabernacle. And in so doing, V'yikhuli, as we'll see in the Medrash, you will take me. Literally, it means you will take for me a truma, a, a donation. But in the process of bringing a donation to the Beis Hamikdash to the Temple, there's a taking of Hashem, as it were, to ourselves. We enter into a relationship with Hashem. Let's see a beautiful medrash, share a deep idea. Hopefully, walk away inspired and uplifted. Says the Medrash, the Pasuk says, You shall bring for me a truma. So we find a similar concept of a mekach. Vigikhu here is the Lashon of mekach, of taking or of purchasing. So, in reference to the Torah, so the verse tells us that God has given us an amazing purchase, an amazing deal. Don't leave the Torah. Don't leave, don't forsake this amazing purchase that you have received. What is unique about the Mekach of Torah? What is special about this amazing purchase that we have received from God in the guise of the Torah? So, if we look at things ordinarily when a person person purchases something. So, if you buy something which is gold, it doesn't have any silver. If you buy a silver item, it doesn't usually have gold in it. Torah is different. There's something unique and special about the Torah, and that is that Torah has within it both silver and gold. Of course, we need to understand what is the concept of silver and gold in relationship to Torah. Torah, Torah is the teachings of God, the teachings, the spiritual teachings that we are to follow in order to have a good life, to have a spiritual life, to have a God-centered life. But what is the concept of silver and gold in this regard? We'll soon understand. However, what we do see is that there is silver and there is gold in the Torah itself. Right, like it says in the Pasuk and Tehillim in Psalms, the words of Hashem are pure words, purified gold. I'm sorry, purified silver. First we have silver. Yesh Zav, says the Medrash. In the, in the Torah itself, we have a comparison to gold as well. Torah is even more precious than gold and from pure, purified gold. So, what is the concept of silver and gold in regards to the Torah? And it's also important to notice that this is a, the Parsha, is Parsha's Chuma. And Parsha's Chuma is the Mishkan. It's the tabernacle. And yet here we are, the first Medrash, whenever we have a, the beginning, as I've said so many times, whenever we have the first concept that we speak about an idea, the, the foundation is found in the beginning. So if we're talking about Torah, if we're talking about the concept of the teachings of Hashem, that clearly has to do with the Mishkan directly, 
or I would say even better, it's the foundational concept of what the Mishkan, the tabernacle is, as we'll see as we get to the end of this piece in the Medrash. Important to keep that in mind as we read this, because we've gone, it seems, on a tangent, but it's not a tangent. What is the concept of silver and gold in regards to the Torah? So one explanation that Yosef says is that there is the simple understanding of the verses, there's the simple explanation of the verses, there's the superficial, perhaps we could say, understanding that which, no, the Pashib Shat, the simple, the simple meaning and the simple act, you do, you give tzedakah, some obligation to give, to give charity, we put on our tefillin, we shake the lulav, these are all surface level, there's the action, but then there's the gold, and the gold is the deeper level, it's the deeper understanding, it's the side, it's when you bring these parts together, it represents the spheres, and it's bringing the male and female aspects together, when you bring the lulav and the esrog, you bring them together, when you give tzedakah, there's, there's a concept of, there's the yud, and there's the k, the hay, the hay of the, of Hashem's name is the hand, five, the hay is a five, and then there's the vav, the arm is stretched out, and the, the hay, which is the poor person receiving that money, there's all the depths, and the silver and gold coming together, says Deit Yosef, is the fact that, the side and the pshat, the, the, it's a depth. It's not a contradiction. You have silver, which is the pshat, and you have the, the, the gold, which is the, the deeper understanding of it, and they come together. The outer aspect and the inner aspect, they come together in the Torah. That's the beauty of Torah, that you have the depth, and you have the, the superficiality. They come together. And it's not superficial, of course. Other pshatim here, that uh, <laughs> beautiful, the Maharzu says that there's kesef and there's zav. Silver is something that a person uses and buys things with, right? It's it's more, uh, you know, over the It's the kind of money that you use. Zahav, uh, gold, is something that you keep in your storehouse. It's not money that you take out. You take it out maybe to change it into silver. It's like the the thousand dollar bills versus the ten dollar bills. Right? And in the Torah as well, there are certain things that are, you know, things that are everyday concepts that we learn in the Torah, applicable concepts in the Torah. And then, and that's the silver. And then there's the deeper concepts, or there's the concepts that are not as applicable. You learn about Karbanas. Unfortunately, not yet. We, we don't yet have a Beis Amikdash. Soon, in Hashem, we will. But we can't keep these, we can't bring the Korbanas, the sacrifices, but nevertheless, we learn the laws. And so that's the gold. So there's different levels within the Torah. There's gold and there's silver. So there's something, We see that there's an amazing gift, amazing purchase, an amazing opportunity that the Torah affords us. Whether it's in its depth, in its, in its, service level, whether it's in the different types of learning that we do of the Torah. And when it comes to a purchase, a person can buy a field and doesn't usually buy along with that a, a, uh, an orchard. You'll buy an orchard and ordinarily you won't buy a field alongside it. When it comes to the Torah, so you have an aspect of fields and you have an aspect of orchards. The Torah is all-inclusive. Shanaim Raz, the Pesach says in Shir Hashirim, in reference to the Torah, Shlachayach Pardes Mimoyim. There's a concept of the, of the Sadeh Beis HaShlachin. It's a certain type of field. And there's a Pardes, an orchard. So you see that the Torah, 
in a certain sense, includes all aspects. And in discussing this medrash with my son, Moshe Dov, so one of the ideas that came out of the discussion, the idea that I had thought of, is that there's a certain hana, there's a certain enjoyment that a person has. When you have, a, when you have gold, when you have silver, there's a certain f- sense of satisfaction. When you have a field, when you have a piece of property, it, it brings a certain satisfaction. You can walk into your orchard and pick an apple, or you can walk into your orchard and watch the workers who are taking the apples off, and, and they're going to sell them. There's a certain feeling of satisfaction. And the Torah includes all these types of satisfactions. When a person strives for spiritual greatness, when a person studies the Torah, strives for a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so included in that relationship are all types of satisfactions, even greater, of course, than having silver and gold, because that's something that could be passing. A person can be wealthy, a person can lose their wealth, a person can have a field or an orchard and lose the field or the orchard. But when it comes to the Avedah Sashem, when it comes to a person's service of God, so... It's something that's deep. It's something that's eternal. It's something that a person takes with him to the grave. Hold on, everybody. There's someone at my door. Yes, Adasa. Hello, my love. I'm in the middle of recording my partial podcast. You got dressed? Come here. Come with you. Come here. Get this stuff. Come to Say hello to everybody. Say hello. This is my daughter Hadassah. And she and I are going to go. Where are we going afterwards? To Balkan. We're going to go to the. To, we're going to go shopping for Shabbos. Get stuff for Shabbos. No. What else are we getting? No, for for For, for my seum. For my seum. I'm making a seum. I spent many, many months working on Masachas Psachim. You heard me quote from it this past year. Over the last few weeks specifically. And this must be Shabbos. I'm making a seum, right? Okay. Run along. And I will see you soon. Okay. We'll talk about it. Close the door behind you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Let us continue. Says the Medrash, that... Can have a person who buys something. People don't know the value of the thing that was bought. People don't realize what an expensive item it was. People are not aware. But from the payment of the agent, if the agent makes a few thousand dollars on the sale of a particular property, you can figure out how much ma uh, okay. You can figure out the value of the thing that was purchased. Obviously, if he made a few thousand dollars on it, the value of the property must have been very great. So too when it comes to the Torah. You don't know what is the value of the Torah, what is the greatness, what is the light contained within the Torah. But from the payment, so to speak, that Moshe Rabbeinu received, Moshe did not realize that his face was exuding light. His face was shining, literally shining with light when he came down from the mountain after speaking to Hashem. So you can recognize with that 
the incredible light that's contained within the Torah, if Moshe came down, and he is the sarser, he's the agent to bring the Torah down to the Jewish people. And he shines with incredible light. You can imagine the light that comes down upon the Jewish people as a result of their receiving the Torah. And this light, by the way, it's not going to be in the Medrash, but important to point out that the light is contained. What is the center of the Mishkan? What is the center of the Beis Hamikdash? It's the Ar Habris. It's the Ark of the Covenant, which has upon it the Kruvim, the Cherubs. Inside of the Ark, what was placed there? The Torah. The Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote, the original Torah. The Luchais, the broken Luchais, the, the new, the second Luchais, the, the Ten Commandments that were written by the hand of God. So the Mishkan contains within it, at its center, the Torah, which is all about God's requests of us, what our relationship with Him looks like. So the Torah is incredibly powerful. It's greater than silver and gold. It's greater than having properties. It's a greater investment. And the light that it contains, we can figure out, we can see from Moshe Rabbeinu, from the light that shone from his face, we can see the incredible light that is in the Torah as well. And here we come to the last section of the Medrash, which is just incredibly powerful. Because if you want to know what this light is, if you want to understand the character of what happens when a person learns Torah, what happens when a person makes the Torah to be part of his life, to be part of his commitment, that spiritual part of himself. The Medrash tells us an incredible thing. I'm sorry, one line before that. Have you ever found, we're talking about, this is an amazing purchase. An amazing purchase. The Torah is an incredible deal that the Jewish people get. Have you ever seen a deal where you buy something and the person who is selling that item comes along with the item? Meaning, you now get the thing that you bought and you get the original owner of the thing. I'm giving you my Torah. I'm giving you this amazing... I'm selling you. That's the Lashon of the Medrash. I'm selling you the Torah. Buy this amazing, amazing purchase. And you should know, I come along with it. I come along with the Torah. As the Pasuk says, the verse says, You take me, when you give to the when you give a truma, when you give a donation to the Mishkan, what does it mean to give a donation to the Mishkan? It means that you now have show your chashivus, you have purchased. You're giving something to the Mishkan. What do you get back? What do you get back from your donation to the tabernacle? You get something back incredible. And it's called a relationship with God. It's called the Torah. And when you get this Torah, when you receive the Torah, what do you get along with it? You get God Himself, as it were. You take me, says Hashem. And now the Medrash says an incredible mashal, incredible analogy. This is analogous to a king who had an only daughter. Amazing, beautiful princess. So dear to the king, of course, an only child is so dear to the parents. Another king came and married this uh, princess. The only, his only daughter, the king's only daughter. Another king came and married her. So now, this king who had arrived and married her said, Look, I want to go back to my country. I want to take my wife. Amar Lois, so the king, the father of this beautiful princess, says, 
This daughter of mine is my only child. I can't, I can't, separate, my, I can't separate myself from her. Tell, I can't tell you not to take her. She's your wife. Says the king, do me a favor, do me a favor. Wherever you go, make me a small room so that I can stay with you. I can't leave my daughter. I can't let my daughter go. I have to come with you. This is what God says to the Jewish people. I have given you, so to speak, my daughter, an extension of myself, an expression of my will. Chazal say, I couldn't say it if the Chazal didn't say it, but the, the, the deeper sources say, Yisrael The people of Israel, the Torah and God are all one. They are unified. The Torah is somehow a manifestation of God in this world. I can't separate myself from the Torah, says Hashem. I can't just give it to you and, and, and you walk out of here with it. Says the Medrash, the definition of what the Mishkan is. It's the place that God says, I want you, since you are taking the Torah, I want you to make me a place so that I can come along with you and follow after my precious daughter, which is the Torah, and I can be with you. So I could live there. As the Pasuk says later on, a few verses later, you shall make shall make for me a sanctuary and I will dwell in your midst. So it's an incredible thing. This message tells us such an awesome idea. And that is, the Torah, when we learn the Torah, we are not just learning Torah, when we learn this Medjish, we're not just learning Medjish. When we finish a Masechta Psachim, we didn't just finish a Masechta. Along with that, we have made a place for Hashem. It's very interesting because it seems like it has to be an active thing as well. We can't just take the Torah. It's not just an intellectual pursuit. It's not just a nice uh, personal growth lesson. That's not what it is. This is where we bring Hashem into our lives. As we learn the Torah, we need to make a space within our homes, within our lives, which is represented by, which is represented by the Mishkan itself. We have to create that space, and when we do, we draw into our lives the Torah. We dedicate ourselves to the Torah. The light of Hashem, which is contained within the Torah, brings along with it Hashem Himself, as it were. Hashem Himself comes into our lives because Hashem can't separate Himself, as it were, from the Torah. It's an incredible idea. It's such a beautiful idea. Wherever we go, when we learn the Torah, when we keep the Torah, we are bringing Hashem along with us. And that's the foundational idea of what the Mishkan is. The Mishkan is that place where we recognize at its center is the Torah. At its center is the Aaron. Inside of it is the, the, the Torah itself, the Ten Commandments, the Torah of Moshe. There we create, in our connection to Torah, and when we give to the Mishkan, we are receiving back, as we said. We receive back an incredible gift, an incredible purchase, and that is the Torah itself, which comes along with Hashem Himself, as it were. And the light 
of Hashem and the light of the Torah. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us. That we should be able to recognize the incredible power contained within the Torah. We should be able to draw that into our lives, to dedicate ourselves to it, and to create the space within our lives, within our homes, for Hashem Himself to enter and inspire us and fill our lives with light. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.